0: Jay Miller. Tanya is an author, a speaker, a coach, a strategist. You know, I just love her perspective on wanting to help others to lead essentially their best life to be able to focus on life and leadership and strive to help individuals and discover passion and purpose and destiny and just all of it everything that I love is she 100% is all about. So I was so happy to be able to have her on the show today. And I know that we are going to learn so much from her. Hey, Tanya, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. I'm excited
1: to talk with you, Kelly, and
0: everyone today. I'm definitely excited for sure. Me too. I'm glad that this worked out. We we're able to sit down today. So I'm wondering if you can take some time and explain to the listeners who you are and, um, you know, what your what your passions are, and then we're we'll kind of roll from there.
1: Sure, sure, sure. So my name is Tanya. Tanya J. Miller. I have a business called Tanya J. Miller LLC. The brand is called Talk with Tanya. And basically I'm an author, speaker, coach, and a strategist. The mantra that I live by, if you will, is helping you to figure out how to fit the public pieces of life together so you can do life right and you can do it well. Basically just, you know, so that you can, you know, do life and leadership unapologetically on purpose. And I know Kelly and I are going to dig into that even more, but That's just a little bit about me. If you want me to keep going, I can always talk. So you just let me
0: know. Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm the same way. I always say that. I'm like, I can talk forever. I swear, I can have a conversation with anyone, and we can go anywhere. So I love that. I think we're gonna get along just great. So that's fantastic. Okay, that is great. No, thank you for um sharing that. Yeah, I am so excited to dive into that with you. You know, I have to tell you, I probably a couple years ago. I was driving somewhere with my husband. I just like turned to him and I said, You know, you are just like so unapologetically you. And actually, he was kind of insulted, to be honest. He was like, What do you mean? That's kind of harsh. I'm like, No, like, you're just so confident and just like being you and not needing to apologize for that and in so many ways that has helped me as well and so when when I heard you know this was one of your main messages I'm like I need to know from your perspective like what does that mean how did you I mean I have so many questions but we'll, we'll <laughs> I'll first question is what does that mean to you and like where did that come from you
1: know um I have to be honest it started probably at an early age um one of my book, projects that I did is called things my mama said and basically one of the messages that I talk about that my mom said to us growing up um is pretty much the root of the the, the foundation of why I am the way I am but she basically told us and I'm gonna say it like she would say so it's gonna be a little Texas in me. it yeah so yeah she no, would I li- say <laughs> she would say can't nobody beat you being you you know and she taught us that at such an early age I think ultimately like you see that in everything that I am and you know and what I do you know and it's not to you know for anybody to take offense but it's just for people to understand I can't be any I, I can't do it your way because then it's not me it's not authentic and then you know not only that but I can't be the person you want me to be if I'm not the person that I'm called to be and supposed to be. I guess it's just not going to work. And so, um, you know, it's kind of like one of those things, you know, you stay in your lane, I'll stay in mine. You let me be me. I'm going to let you do you. And so, you know, early on teaching us that, like, it's taught us so much just about, you know, bullies and peer pressure and feeling like you had to go with the crowd and stuff like that. Like, my mom was like, "Uh uh-uh, nope don't don't even fall for it and so it very much morphed into um the message that i give a lot of people because you know the four pillars of my brand are purpose passion vision and destiny and so for me to even begin to talk to you about your purpose you got to be comfortable with who you are and knowing that there's no mistakes there's nothing wrong with who you are there's nothing you know bad about what you do or what or what's in you or how you look or anything you have to be okay and confident in who you are unapologetically and then we can dig into purpose split you know so that's that's where it comes from that's where it comes from my mama <laughs>
0: yes I love that what an amazing foundation she set up for you really you know to be mm-hmm. able to teach that to you from a young age and for that to stick with you because you still had to choose I mean she could have said it and yeah. you could have just ignored it and not focused on that. but the fact that you were like yep I believe this this is what I'm going to do and to see that has really led you throughout life is pretty pretty amazing really mm-hmm
1: yeah because yeah, it's exhausting doing it any other way yeah I'm just it's, it's
0: exhausting very
1: exhausting
0: yes <laughs> I would 100% agree with you. You know, I had um, just written something about this the other day that, you know, for so long there were certain parts of me that I just wanted to minimize or hide or whatever that may look like. You know, um, a lot of people have said to me, like they've heard for their lives, like they're not enough. Well, f- throughout my life, I often heard, like, I'm too much. I'm too sensitive. I'm too talkative. I'm too much energy. I'm too, you know, whatever. And so I would try to really minimize a lot of that to fit into a mold of what other people wanted. And, one day, honestly, probably sometime after I, um, first met my husband, I was like, what am I doing? Like, I am not happy being like that. I Mm -hmm. I just want to be myself. And so to be able to be on a journey where you truly can just love those parts of you and embrace that, um, really is, I agree a hundred percent. It is so much more exhausting resisting those parts of you than just embracing them. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, would you say that people are more attracted to people who are very confident in themselves and embrace that?
1: I wouldn't even say it's even attracted. It's just you feel comfortable. Like you're comfortable being able to be with somebody who's comfortable with being themselves. So you can be yourself as well. You know, a lot of times when you meet new people and it all feels weird and, you know, it feels like everybody has all these pretenses and, you know, but then somebody like breaks dice and like, woo, I can find, okay, we can relax now. And so it's kind of one of those things, like when you have to, on all of those fronts and facades and those faces, you're always worried and wondering if somebody's judging you. And it's not only is it exhausting, it's miserable trying to figure out what the person is thinking and what they're, you know, but when you can actually just be yourself, your whole self, complete self, your too much self, you're not, you know, whatever it is, you get past those mindsets and those even ideologies of thinking I'm too not, I'm not this or I'm too that or I'm not enough that you get past that and you just you know, I am who I am. And yes, I may want to work on some things. I may want to be better. But I'm comfortable with being me. And the people around me are comfortable with being me. And I like it like that. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Absolutely. And I love what you said too about it. Like when you're comfortable, it helps somebody else be comfortable as well. It's almost like it gives Mm -hmm. people permission just to, to not have to, cause you're right. When you first meet someone, sometimes we do kind of put on a front and it's not our authentic selves. We're like, well, what's going to happen? How do we interact? What do we do? And so to be able to really lay a lot of that down, it feels good and it does help you connect more with others. Absolutely. You know, I'm wondering when you, maybe first start working with somebody have you noticed like a trend if people are really on board with unapologetically being themselves on purpose or is there like some resistance there like no I'm not really sure I want to go down that path
1: I mean I, I would say I wouldn't say it's resistance it's more fear you know what I mean like well if I am, like, are people going to accept me? Are they going to love me? I'm going to be able to, you know, keep doing this, to keep doing that. So a lot of times it's fear of if I am who I am, will everybody be okay with that? And so it's, you know, they, they, they want to breathe, you know, because this definitely like I said, a sigh of relief, but then that other side comes in where it's like, okay, but who's going to still love me after this? Who's going to still, you know, want to be my friend who's still going to want to be around me. You know, if I decide I want to, you know, start, you know, doing this thing or that thing, because that's where I find my foundation. That's where I find peace, hope, like, are right, you know, am I going to lose some people? So a lot of times it's fear, but how you fight fear with is with, um, Walking right past it, walking straight through it, and, and and living beyond it. So that's a lot of times what I get is the worry, the doubt, and the fear. But I mean, you did all of that already anyway, so right, it's not gonna change. You know, I'm like, okay, well, isn't that where you are already? They're like, well, yeah. I'm like, okay, well then let's let's keep moving. <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep moving. Like you're already there. So what's the difference? Like, do you want to continue this route? You know, or do you actually want to walk through it and walk past it and yeah let, let's let's
0: leave fear back there yeah yeah I love that you know one thing I think too and I often I'm a mental therapist as well and so what I talk with my clients about a lot are are the people that are resistive to you changing are usually the ones that are benefiting from whatever way you're currently mm-hmm. operating wow and, yeah. and so it's like if you're getting resistance there's some way that they're benefiting from that and so when you can start looking at it from that perspective too I think that gives you some more freedom as well
1: yeah, that's that's definitely the case, Kelly. A lot of times those are the people that get the most out of you not being your best you.
0: Yes, exactly. I love that. Yes, that is 100% the case. It's really interesting, too, when you – can change perspective on perspectives on that. And you can walk through that fear. You can get on the other side. I mean, there's never been anyone I've talked to that has ever said like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. You know, I mean, we all have things like, (laughs) oh, you know, maybe there could have been something I could have, I don't know, done a little differently, but no one's ever regretted, you know, moving forward and just really embracing themselves or their life or their mission or whatever. And I think to be able to focus on that too, like we don't often regret in the moment it's scary right and like we might be like oh yeah. shit, shit sorry I'm cursing but why are we doing this <laughs> you know? no,
1: but no. but yeah but no, after no, yeah. that
0: it's it feels a lot different that's for yeah. sure you got to get to the other side
1: too, so you yeah. can, like you said have that perspective because you know what this side is like but if you never get to the other side you'll never know yeah you'll never know so you gotta go through
0: it absolutely do you think that's part of what you do too as people are walking through their journeys like showing them you know because you're your steps ahead of them so you being able mm-hmm. to say like there there is hope there is you know happiness there is whatever it is that they're seeking on the other side you know I've been where you are but I'm also here is that part of it like to guide people through that yeah,
1: definitely um, you know, a lot of times people ask me what's the difference between a coach and a like and a therapist and I'm like, well, I'm not a therapist. (laughs) They do a whole lot more work than I do. But a lot of times that's, if you will, exactly that, you know, a coach is helping to guide you. You know, a therapist a lot of times you guys are digging into it and and kind of even going back to some of the rudimentary of how it happened, why it started, and and even going back to work through some of that. A lot of times, you know, as a coach, I'm helping to guide you and I'm pushing you and I'm rooting you on and I'm giving you strategies for where you're going forward to um, to to go um, to where you're trying to go and we've kind of agreed upon, if you will, that as well. So yeah, definitely. A lot of times, it's guiding, is providing strategy, is providing, um, you know, you know, just even that. Okay, if it is this, what what now? You know, and kind of talking through that as well for yeah. sure.
0: I love that. You know, I was just having that conversation with my husband last night about that difference between like my understanding, because I'm not a life coach either, but I've talked to some therapists Mm -hmm. and I've talked with life coaches and I'm like, you know, help me understand the difference and my understanding of it. And you can tell me if I'm like completely out there, but I just Mm use like um, a basketball example for him. I don't know if you ever played basketball. I played, I was terrible. I gotta be honest, I was so bad, but I loved it. And there was this drill that that we called. I hate the name of it now that I'm a mental therapist, but it was called suicides. That's just what it was. So you would like yeah, run to yeah, one yeah. line, and you'd run back, you know? Uh-huh. And so I told him, I'm like, okay, so in my mind, like a therapist, someone's going to say, I don't want to do this. And a therapist is going to say, well, can you tell me a little bit about your resistance to this? And a life coach is going to uh-huh. say, but this is what you want to do. And so these are the things mm-hmm. that you have to get through in order to get there. And so that's yep. kind of how I differentiate. Does that, is that yeah. fair? Like, do you think that's a good yeah. way to
1: absolutely absolutely you know i think i tell people all the time you know both are good you know oh, absolutely. I, I i believe in both like if you can have both and can afford both absolutely go for it but yeah for sure like you guys are like you said working through kind of even that decision making and kind of getting to the root of it and seeing if there's any mental health challenges or um you know things that you need to be aware of and, and some of that so yeah definitely for sure um I support therapy for sure. I love you guys.
0: (laughs) I appreciate (laughs) it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, That's, that's definitely a good kind of, um, analogy for, for what, um, Differences,
0: which you know, I'm someone too who I'm supportive of, like, whatever you need to do to support yourself. I mean, I'm like, okay, you want to do life coaching, do that, do therapy, get a massage. I mean, like, or you know, Reiki, like, whatever you want to do. I think it's Mm -hmm. important to have those supports around you, and not one thing is going to solve everything in our lives. And in fact, I mean, I think it's a a lot of work that we have to do on our own. So, being able to have more supports, Mm -hmm. like, I I want that for people I want that for myself you know (laughs) so
1: yeah because I think if you think about it even just with kind of the different coaches that are out there like you may have a CPA that does your taxes but a financial coach could be someone they don't just do your taxes they look at your taxes and help you to come up with ways to eliminate some of your overspending and to talk to you about your debt. and But then a part, that's the CPA, that's the financial coach. But then you have a estate planner that comes in and looks at what both have done and then they do their job. So everybody, like you said, yeah. has their part and their role of what they do. And, you know, you may not get, everything from everybody so for sure i definitely need
0: that yeah i love that everyone does have a role to play and a way to help and um i think when people are living their passions too we're easily able to see like how somebody would be able to impact our lives as well so Definitely, for sure. Could we talk a little bit about, like, what could be a few first steps? So if somebody is like, you know what, this sounds amazing. I want to start taking those steps to live unapologetically on purpose. You know, what are some, you know, steps that I can take to help me on that path?
1: Um, you know, it's it's a couple of ways you can look at it. You can, you know, if you're a person that um, is spiritual, you may want to do a gift testing Um Spiritual gift testing or something like that you may want to do you know a strengths finder or you may just want to um you know just kind of sit down and go over you know your 2020 vision and the things that you want to do but whether it's a strength finder a, a vision board a, a spiritual test from there you need to kind of sit down and do the goals next like okay i see all of this information what do i want from that because I don't want. I'm a big. I'm a big proponent of. I don't want to hit you with the world at one time. I want you to break it up and and do it into small pieces. And so you want to be unapologetic for you. Okay, but what does that look like for you? Like, what's something that you don't feel like? What's an area? What's something you don't feel like you're able to be that? unapologetically you person in it you know is it in how you know you dress you know do you need to do you feel like you are a little bit overweight you know should you change your eating habits should you you know maybe uh, start walking you know don't look at the whole thing kind of break it up to figure out What's something you can work on? Because, you know, I'm sure you tell this as you, as well to your clients. If you try and conquer the world, you're going to feel like you a failure if the world isn't conquered in three days. You know, yes. like you're pinky in the brain. Like, yes. I want to take over the world today. And then peak, and then the brain never conquers. And they're like, oh, got to do it again. Yes. You know what I mean? And so, like, I want to make sure that you don't just feel like you're not being you if you don't see this overnight success. part of how you're able to... To see success is to actually make it make it something more measurable and attainable. So, like I said, kind of figuring out the things that you want to work on and then putting in an actionable goals to actually see the evidence of it so that you don't give up
0: on yourself. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I think that's key is being able to see progress in in even very small ways like you said, you know, cuz I agree. Like if someone's like you need to do this, you need to do this and this and this, I would be like, "Ooh, <laughs> I'm out of here." Yeah. That's way too yeah. much to try to conquer and um if I have a bad day then I I am um my personality type is I'm very much like all in, which is great, but the the problem with that is that I'm all out. So I'm either all in or I'm all out. You know, there's no like
1: my husband. Oh really is the same way. Is he I was like, where's the middle ground? There is no middle ground. I'm like, oh my God, like no, there is. I promise you, there's he is that way. Oh my gosh, I love that.
0: Well please let him know he's not alone because I am definitely that way as well. And it it is hard when your mind works like that to find a middle ground. But to be able to even see those like small steps uh, is really helpful for me for sure. And to know yeah. that it's, like, a much more manageable amount of work to not just, like, change
1: Seriously. everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, actually, I literally probably just got on him this week. I was like, oh, okay, where can we st-? Like, okay, I, I understand. You feel like this, but where can we start? Like, yes. how can we feel like we're doing something? Because you're not a failure. Like, he was just like, I was like, okay, calm down. <laughs> yes. So, yes, you have to break it out so you don't feel, like, um, overwhelmed you don't feel like, you know, you're not, you know, accomplishing something. Because at the end of the day, you even talking about it is you accomplishing something because you weren't talking about wanting to make a change before. So give yourself credit.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's a really valid point. You know, I'm always fascinated um, in in marriage with couples or even just people dating. You know, do you feel like you guys are um, pretty much like opposites in a lot of ways? Or do you feel?
1: Yeah, um, I do. You know, I think, I was, it's so crazy. I was listening um, to a message um, by Bishop T.D. Jakes and his wife, and he was just talking. First, he said uh, to his wife, um, Sarita, he's like, we're nothing alike. And she was like, well, wait a minute, like, (laughs) hold on. And he was like, and so then he explained it. He said, he was like, we're different, but there are areas that we are alike in thought and things we like. He said, and so that's how we're able to come together. He's like, but the differences are actually what make us be able to be a good fit and uniquely us. And so I would say, you know, kind of that same thing, like, because my husband's like, she's so different, but then we'll be both thinking the same thing they're saying the same thing and I'm like yes yeah, you thought I was different but I already know you I already know what yeah. you're thinking of that or whatever so um you know I definitely feel like there's something that brings you together yes. and it's not just opposite attraction or yeah. or just you look good you know yeah. what I <laughs> but there's some commonality in um vision mission there's commonality and ideas 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 and just um, mindset. But yeah. then there's also those differences that make us each uniquely us. And yeah. that's where we are able to help the other person. Because I literally, um, probably like a month or so ago, I was having a conversation with him similar to this because um, he's getting back in real estate. And like he was like, Well, I want you to go get your license too. And I was like, Well, first of all, I suck at like standardized sex testing. So, you're gonna need to give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was like, um, you know, let me help you with what I am good at, you know, because he was like, you know, you help all these other people and you do this, this, this. I was like, yeah, because that's, they let me be me. They let yeah. me come in and bring my strengths and where I'm strong. And they just, I just get the partner on. And I said, and so it looks like this just brilliant thing that we did. I was like, but it's because they brought their, their good, I brought my good, and we made something great. And so I was telling him that. I was like, so, you know, no, I will not be able to stay, to recite real estate law in the state of Texas. Uh-uh, I probably will never be able to do that. I was like, but what I can do is, you know, I can talk to you and help you about, you know, social media and, and graphic design and marketing and you know HGTV, you know home design because i love HGTV, you know but those some elements and different things like that and just kind of even from the mindset of consumer you know we can role play different things like that i was like but no i would not want to do a contract no i don't even (laughs) want to read so but i was like so let me bring where i'm strong and so i think with that You know, over the years, we've been able to, um, you know, figure that out and become a better, stronger team, whether, you know, it's a business deal or a new business or a project or work, you know, or even family. stuff, let us both be strong when we're strong so that when the other person is weak, we have each other's back.
0: Oh, I love that. I have to tell you, I'm currently pregnant right now and it's our anniversary weekend this weekend. And so I am like, I could, I could cry. I could honestly cry. That (laughs) That is such a beautiful perspective of just really, I a hundred percent agree. Like each person bringing those strengths and then being able to support one another, um, and the areas that we really do struggle in. And that's fantastic. And I love too, that, you know, 'cause you you're you're right, I mean there's there's nothing that's just like because you're opposite doesn't mean that you know because my husband and i I would say we do have a some similarities, but we do have a lot of things that we just operate in very different ways but mm-hmm. but you're right though in some of the areas that really count though we are very much the same. do you um ever help other people with relationships as well, like when you're meeting and you're talking about like you know how <laughs> like what passions they're gonna do and things like does that come up uh
1: I- Man, <laughs> it's not my like. I tell them, like, you, like, no, like, I don't do you know, relationship, you know, coaching, or, uh, but it always comes up. I yeah. mean, you know, especially when people find out that I've been married almost 13 years, I've been with my husband off almost 18. They're like, first of all, you don't even look like you're half 10. I'm like, stop lying, <laughs> stop lying, first of all, stop lying, like you're lying. I know that for fact, but um, you know, so but it does come up, you know, I, I and not only does it come up, you know, with maybe somebody asking me, you know, part of, um, you know, the what I share as far as my story and my testimony is, you know, a lot of things that I've written about or I do, you know, came from that, you know, our first seven years of marriage between the both of us, uh, we were either laid off or unemployed six times. Mm. And I was like, oh, let me make sure you, and let me add to this, that was at the beginning of the um the crisis with the real estate and oh by the way he was a realtor and they own their oh. own company and I was like so yeah and I had just moved so I didn't need have a job they were like wait oh god wait wait I was <laughs> like yeah 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 I was like so it naturally comes up because I want number one to, for you to know that I, I I'm relatable like I understand you trying to do life can be very difficult um when life is doing you you know what I mean yeah. so it comes up and so you know definitely a lot of times um I get questions like you know Like you ask, like, how is, you know, how um, how are things, you know, when you adopt this, you know, or that, or I'll get, you know, well, how can I be me if he wants this or, you know, he's thinking about that. And, you know, I'm very much a person where I I, I say you have to talk, you know, you have to communicate, you know, he can't be you, you can't be him, but you guys at least have to communicate because you made you know, you made a vow, you made a covenant with each other. But um, it comes up. So, yeah, to answer your question, it does come up. You know, I definitely, um, you know, I'm a person, I'm not necessarily a, pro- a proponent of divorce or anything like that, but I want. I am a person that, you know, communicate. You know, mm-hmm. don't just go buy a house. Right? <laughs> you haven't talked about it. You know, don't just go, you know, I'm going to quit my job because Tane said that I could be unapologetically me. Yeah. did not say <laughs> I said go quit your job and have your (laughs) husband coming and looking for me like no (laughs) so you know I'm very much a person you know this is work so it's not something that is going to just happen overnight and so with that part of the work is you communicating with the people that care about you and that love you and that um, you're partnering in life with whether it's spouses you know parents you know, kids, like you have responsibilities as well. So I'm also cognizant
0: of that. Right. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Has that ever happened that someone's come to you and been like, why are you telling my spouse this? (laughs) Uh, No, 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 no. A lot of
1: times the crazy part about it is eventually their spouse probably will end up kind of coming and talking to me and kind of like on the side, like, especially like if I'm around them, I'll end up kind of, having a session with them and I'm like hold on wait a minute like what happened how did this happen like hold on yeah so a lot of times you know I'll get both you know because if you think about it if they're not being themselves then the person that they're partnering life with maybe they're not being themselves either and so you know you you want each other to be better You want each other to be your best selves. So if that person is starting to work on them, a lot of times they begin to see the things that, you know, they're not happy about in their life. And maybe where they I'm sure the therapist where they have been projecting that on the other spouse and realizing, wait a minute, I need to pull that back because that's really me. You know, yeah. and so a lot of times I may even get, you know, a conversation in with them as well, or even a session for sure. So yeah. I'm sure
0: you get that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely does happen. I would agree. I would say that that speaks highly to the work that you do, though, too, that they trust you in that moment to bring up whatever's going on with them as well, even if they aren't directly working with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, you're, you're welcome. That's really fantastic. You know, I would love to hear a little bit too, because it seems like you just have this, this passion and desire to, to help people figure out, you know, these are my words, not yours, but essentially kind of where they're going Mm -hmm. and how they want to get there and to be able to really find that passion. And so I'm wondering, is that something that like inherently, like as you were a child, even you were like going through life thinking like, how can I help other people? Or is this something that has been newer to you that you've developed?
1: Um, I think it probably is, I would say, um, just one of my giftings, if you will, um, something that was just in me, um, you know, yeah, like, you know, in, in, in church, they, they talk about spiritual gifts. So one of them is, um, you know, the gift of helping, you know, and I think that's just in me sometimes just to help people. And I want them to, you know, see them, see them, see their best selves and to live it. And so, I'm very much a proponent of vision and purpose as well, and I think just early on, from a lot of the things that I did do, um, as far as volunteering and doing things in my church, it was always there at the core, and so that's just kind of it. It it continued to morph, and it's what I do even the more now. But yeah, I think you know when you just want to see people win, you really just want to see people win. Yes. So. Yeah. Sometimes you do it for free.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: Like, I mean, sometimes I'm sure you probably be like, you've probably been getting a, th- a nail or pedicure and, yeah. or something, a massage, and you end up having to do a session yes. while you're supposed to be getting work yes. done. I'm sure that has happened to you as a therapist. You're like, okay. I thought yeah. that was relaxing. But, hey, apparently I was the help of this person today. So, you yeah. know, I, I look at it as, you know, it's my assignment. You know, yeah, advanced, advanced. I love that. I
0: love that perspective. Yeah, my husband does laugh at me sometimes because I'll come out like from the store or something, you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, the cashier, she's going to college. She's going to be taking like her introduction to technology. I was like supporting her. He's like, how do you find... I'm like, I don't know. I have no clue. It's just like, for some reason, I say, hi, how are you doing? And and that just unleashes <laughs> it. It just unleashes it. And I agree. Either you ca- cool. Yeah, you just either you embrace it or, you know, you would you would really go through life being really frustrated a lot. So I just embrace it at this point. I mean, there are times yeah. certainly that I'm, I just don't have as much time to spend with someone. Mm-hmm. And so I may need to like work a little quicker through that. Um, but it is really, truly quite an honor. I agree to be able to, yeah. to play that that role for people. I'm curious, since you um, also are a helper, do you ever find it difficult to like manage that though? Like as far as like with friends, yeah. especially or family?
1: <laughs> I'm laughing um, so yeah I mean I'll be honest um, you know it definitely can be a challenge as well and then you know as I was talking about spiritual gifts I'm sure you've heard of empathing as mm-hmm. well yeah. and so that flows a little bit with just some of the gifts the natural gift things that I have and so a lot of times I know what's going on with you because I can feel it yeah. and I'm like I wasn't designed to have this today. Like yeah. so before we started talking, I'm like, okay, so what do we need to talk about? Cause I would like to just chill and go to a movie, but apparently we're not going to the movie until you get out. What's you dealing with? And yeah. then they'll be like, how did you know? I'm like, because all of this energy is coming on me and I'm, I, I wanted to chill today. Yeah. And so what I have found, honestly, is I just have to be open and honest about it. Like, I'm out, you know, I ask for permission because they laugh at me, especially like my friends and stuff. If family members are like, this girl will ask you for permission before she... I'm like, because because we have that relationship and that connection, I don't want to step beyond just being your friend, you know? So I don't want to have to put that hat on if I don't have that permission, you know, to put that hat on, to put on the life coach, to put on the person that flows in those gifts and things. So if, you know, I, I make sure I ask before... But, you know, sometimes it just, I'm like, listen, I wanted to chill and you got all of this. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's going on? So I, I, I really figured that out, that I have to just be honest and communicate and be like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, we can't do anything else before you really talk about what's, what you're dealing with, because I, I can feel everything. I can hear it. I can see it. And, and we need to deal with that at first. And so I've just found that's better because if not, we're not going to enjoy going to dinner. We're not going to enjoy having a good time. You know, as they say, it's going to be a huge elephant in the room, yes. you know. So it just makes better sense. And I found it easier that way um, to do that. But like you said, there are days and times you're pregnant. Like yes. you said, I've you know, I have a couple of um, health conditions that are pretty chronic. And so some days I don't yeah. feel like it. And I'm just honest. And they know that about me. And. I make sure I even communicate that, like, I'm not flaky. I just don't I don't have it today. Yeah, so, but know that I'm gonna get to you, yes. I'm gonna respond to you, I'm gonna call you, I'm gonna talk to you, and you have all of me that you have. But at the moment, if I were to answer this phone right now, there is no telling what what yes. because I don't feel yes. I don't feel well, and then if I'm on medication, because I don't feel well, it's gonna even be worse. Yeah. So, but you know, they know that as well from the health challenges that I I have and that I face. So they also know that, um, you know, if she's not answering, it's a there's a the reason why. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or if I don't respond, there's the reason why. But they know I'm going to get back to them. You know. And, um, and and they know as well, if it's a 911, tell me that and I'll just move past whatever I'm doing yeah. and answer. And that's happened too. So, um, you know, I'm, you know, that's kind of the beauty of it, you know, and, and I'm not going to say the gift and the curse, you know, with having, I'm sure you, you have friends that okay, I don't want to be a therapist today. I just want to, you know, go have, you know, yes. girl time and girl talk. But, you know, if you care about that person and their life and their well-being and you can help in some type of way, um, that's what's purpose, you know. So um, that's, yes, yeah, so I, I definitely know it can be a struggle at times, but I definitely um, communicate and I ask permission
0: Yeah, I love that. And that's what I was thinking as you were talking, I'm like your ability to continue to have those conversations with friends and family and just be really clear of like, you know, today is just really not a good day, but I'm going to get back to you too. So you let them know, you know, I hear you. I see you. I know that, you know, you're going through something. We need to work through that. But just right now, it's just not a good, not a good time or I'm not in a good spot. And so for you to be able to say that I think is um, fantastic and super healthy to keep those boundaries. You know, I'm curious, have you ever had somebody, um, this happens to me sometimes, and I'm always like I'm glad that they felt like they could call me you know I always want people to know if you want to call me you can call me I'm cool with that but have you ever had someone who it's been like 10 years since you've talked to them and all of a sudden they reach out to you and you're like oh hi how are you you know has it been like long periods of time
1: well so this is, yeah, I mean, first of all, I've had the same numbers since my freshman year of high yes. in college, so <laughs> Me too. that's going to happen, period. <laughs> yes. That's part of the problem, you know? I'm yes. like, should I change my number? <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, should I change it? Like, everybody has my number. Um, but no, I mean, it's happened um, for sure. And I'll just be honest, like I said, with some of the spiritual gifts I flow in, I can think about you, and I haven't talked to you in a very long time. But I know it's on my heart to say whatever I need to say or pray for you or, you know, to check in on you as well. And so, yeah, I mean, I've had it where they did it to me or I did it to them. Um, But obviously, I know it was a reason. And so it didn't just happen just to happen. And so especially like if they call me, I try and just really, okay, like really listen, engage to figure out. You know, what is it that I'm supposed to do or provide or say or listen? You know, maybe I'm just to listen as well. But yeah, for sure, it happens because like I said, I've had my phone since my freshman year in college, which has been over 20 years ago. So, yeah, 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 no, I
0: <laughs> same. I've had my number forever, and so anyone who has ever had it can still reach me on it if they want to, and um, mm-hmm. I just I think it's so great, though, truly, that you have that perspective of being able and and really wanting to offer whatever it is that they need in that moment and and I could be wrong, but it sounds like spirituality, spir- I cannot say that word today, apparently, but the <laughs> spiritual component of your life um, really seems to impact that quite a bit. Is that, is that the case that like, because of your beliefs that that helps? I mean, it sounds like you either way, you, you have that in you, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, does that yes. strengthen it?
1: Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I, purpose is very big to me. Um, and so I feel like, not only is purpose big for, like, you having a purpose, but there's a purpose for everything. Like, it didn't just happen just to happen. And so whatever it is that I'm supposed to play in that, whatever it is my my role or assignment is, I need to avail myself. And it also comes just kind of with my dad. Um, my dad uh, taught told, told me very early, us, very early, that we all have an assignment. We all have a purpose. We all have... A, a responsibility and if we're not doing that thing that we're called to do or we're not in position and we're not in place and the people that were to receive it or to be experienced it or to encounter it or to hear about it it won't ever happen not that whatever you know their life is to be won't happen but there may be a delay there may be something else that they'll go through because you weren't y'all weren't going to cross paths at that time and place you know uh was if they say serendipity you know and so um that's kind of a, a thing that has kept with me and stayed with me and so I never think that um it's I never think that it's not a reason but I don't stress about it but then I also know that um that er, that I take the good and the bad as well so I'm a type I'm the type of person I tell people I have no regrets and to use everything and so they're like Tanya, wait what I was like yeah you mean to tell me like you would do this all again six seven times six times of unemployment in seven years at the worst time in 20th century you know if you were 21st century you know finance economic crisis and I was like I don't have regrets. Like if I would have never moved across the country to Virginia, I would have never met the people I met that are still a part of my life that the experiences I had that I'm doing things today. And then if I would have never met them, I never would have been here and there. And I'm like, if I would just have said no, I wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I have I tell them and I said, So no, I don't have regrets. We all have choice. And so the choices I made and the things that happen are what got me to hear good bad, or indifferent. So no, I'm yeah. good. Like so, that. whatever they're, they're, whatever the reason they're calling me for, obviously there's a reason, and I need to figure it out yeah. so I can help them along their way you know, I love that.
0: I'm definitely a big believer that we all are connected. And so a lot of times when people are feeling like, you know, maybe their lives are insignificant. I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Like you don't understand your small interaction with someone at the grocery store can impact them, can impact like 20 people. I mean, I have, um, an, And the poor listeners of the podcast have heard these stories multiple times, so I won't roll through it all. But there is, you know, there was like one mom that I saw at literally the social security office. I was changing my name, you know, for after I got married and the way she parented impacted my entire way that I parent because she was so patient you know, and mm-hmm. there have been times when I have just noticed like how kind somebody was or, you know, we're in a restaurant and um, there were um, some some army soldiers. They were in there and they were just so kind to my son. And now he's like, Mom, I want to have a uniform like them." You know, like these are things that impact and, and change lives. Yeah. And if we're if we're resistive, I think a lot of times to interaction. I mean, certainly we need to have boundaries, but mm-hmm. we're consistently, you know, resistive to that, I think that does have the ability to impact the world in a negative way as well, because we truly never know like how Mm -hmm. far reaching things can go. And it's really cool to think that you're right. I mean, like I moved from Illinois to North Dakota. Had I never done that, we probably wouldn't be sitting here either, you know? So had you not Mm -hmm. made the choices that you made and I made the choices that I made and we interacted with the people we did, we maybe never would have been here. And that's just, I think it's kind of cool and exciting to think about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I tell people, I was like, you know, if I would have never went through the things that I went through, I would have never wrote My Matters. Like, I wasn't, I mean, I was always, a I remember always writing, yeah. but I don't think I had it, like, on my list that I wanted to be a published author.
0: You know yeah. what I mean?
1: I was like, so different things, good and bad, push you to certain things and situations and places, and then you're, re- you're left to make a decision, and when you do you think about everything that got you there you know what I mean so yeah like you might not have ever decided to do a podcast And so I I wouldn't have ever been able to ask you hey can I be on your
0: show Kelly yeah exactly it's really neat it's really neat to see how that would work how that works out truly can you tell me a little bit about your books and such
1: sure so my first project is called Mind Matters and it's talking to you about getting out of your head and jumping back into life because sometimes you get scared scared and I want to help you to figure out How to get unstuck and back on purpose. And the reason I say it's a project, because every project I do, I do a book and some type of a journal, a guide, a prayer journal, something to accompany it, because I feel like, okay, you read the book, but I wanna make sure you do the work. And so that's kind of, if you will, I said, I tell people, so that's how I'm doing the live coaching aspect. I'm, I'm, I'm being a writer and a speaker when I'm, ri- I'm writing the book, but then I get to do the work and I get to tell you, okay, let's work on this and let's yeah. do that. Um, because some people, they may never, you know, become, you know, be a client, but yeah. the book and the journal can still help them along the way. And so that first project, um, like I said, you know, it, it, it's not an autobiography, but it is a, um, from a place in time to where I've pretty much felt, Like I was, um, in my own head and I didn't, I wasn't a part of life anymore. You know, I I was literally stuck. I was faced with a lot of different challenges and um, things back to back. And I was like, okay, yeah, this isn't working. And I ended up going to therapy and in my therapy, um, one of the things she asked me was, why aren't you writing? Um, I had the blog and I would write off and on, but she was like, but you weren't writing. And so I started writing the book as a met, like I wrote it to myself, but I didn't write it to myself. I said, I basically, I said, I want somebody to be able to know how to talk to somebody that's feeling the way I feel. And then I want somebody that's feeling the way I feel to know what to do. And so I just started, like, I I was like, I put it in my old Sprint phone. I can't even believe five years later I was able to pull it up because there was no Google Notes back then. So I was like, I don't even know how I was able to pull it out. But, um, you know, I ended up saving it, and I I just wrote it out and, you know, just was like, hey, if somebody ever feels like this, I want them to know how to get out of their head and, you know, what to do. And so five years later, um, you know, it just started stirring and was like, you know, you need to pull that book out. I'm like, God, I need to pull that book out. He's like, yeah, I'm like, okay. And published that as the first project. The second project is called Things My Mama Said. And it's about love and life, the love for our mom, trying to teach us how to do life right and well. And so there's some of the sayings that she said, some stories behind some of those sayings, and then some of the life lessons we learned. And so that came from my blog, because everybody would be like, oh, my God, your mom is so crazy. Like, she says some of the craziest things. You're always talking about these stories. Like, you just need to, like, write a whole book about it. And um, that wasn't even my second project. I don't even – it just kind of jumped ahead in my – mine as an author (laughs) and um I published it and I was able to do it um kind of as a Mother's Day celebration and tribute to her as well when I released it so um it was beautiful um my brother came and flew in surprised her my um sister um we did it at my dad and mom's church. So my sister came and ministered a message and my brother and my niece and my little sister, they led um, worship service. So it was really um, just a beautiful opportunity. And we're able to cherish that uh, moment, if you will, not just of me publishing the book and telling some of our stories, but having that memory as well. So we did a book and a prayer journal. So I tell people, because everybody's like, well, who's that little girl in the picture? that's me (laughs) on the cover yeah Yeah, like that's me they're like that's you I'm like don't I look the same like I know it's a little artistic (laughs) Uh and you know the the cover but yeah that's me they're like oh my god I'm like yeah it's like yeah that's me and that's me and her um third project I did is a mini project and it's um called the pro series and so it's a it's a book it's a mini book, and then it's a mini guide. And it's just talking about um, the purpose in you and the vision and how there's provision for it, you know, no matter what you're trying to do. So it's a quick self-help type book and guide to get you going. And then the four project as coming out that has been a labor. <laughs> it's <laughs> called um, Motivated Effort, and it's basically talking to you that it all starts with you. Nobody can do it for you. Nobody can want it for you. It really is an inside job. And you have to be the one that will keep you going, keep you pushing, and keep you motivated. So oh, that fourth project that. is coming out perfectly soon. Um, and then I've already started working on the fifth and then the um, volume two of the things I'm going to say. Because everybody's like you're doing another one, right? And I'm like, yes. And so that one is going to expand um, to not just my mother and my grandmother, but um, her sisters, my sister, um, some just pivotal people, um, women yeah. that have played uh, just a beautiful part in my life and others' lives. Um, and I'm a type of person, I'll make sure you know it. So uh they've definitely been told it but this is also kind of a tribute to them as well especially those that have yeah. passed on because um, I don't even think I would have realized um the ones that I wanted to write about how many have passed in the, since the first volume yeah. um in my life so that's definitely that'll probably I've been working on it it'll probably be either I'll probably still do it Mother's Day. Um, So I don't know if it'll be next year or the year after, but I'm definitely working on a volume two because everybody has been asking me (laughs) like, it's coming out, right? (laughs) I'm like, yes, yes, it's coming out. It's coming out. I'm not going to leave y'all
0: hanging. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you for talking us through those. Can you tell everyone where they can get those if they're wanting to find them?
1: Absolutely. So my website is TanyaJMiller.com. That's T-A-N-Y-A jmiller.com um, on my site all of my links to my social media I have an online school where I do online coaching um, group coaching that's at your own pace and basically you download the classes and different things like that that's school.tanyajmiller.com the store is Um, but I'm also on Barnes Noble I'm on Amazon so definitely um, the books are on there the books are actually on Amazon um in print and audio because I'm an audio girl. Oh, thank audio goodness
0: books. oh you don't even know <laughs> I
1: love audio I, books. Oh, me yes. too and it's so yes. hard when people
0: don't have the audio I'm thrilled no, no, I'm going no. to look it up I'm as soon as we get done book. I'm not kidding you
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm an audio girl so the books are in audio awesome the journals are not um in in a digital audio but I'm thinking I may um I'm trying to decide. I think I may go back and do the journals and audio. Not maybe not digital, but maybe yeah. audio or the journals as well. But yeah, so they're on Amazon. And then, um, but if you do shop on my store, I have message merch. So I have one of my shirts today. Oh. Um, it says Really righteous. I have message buttons. Um, I kind of kind of fell in love with message buttons, and so yes. you will see me. You see me on social media. I have them on my lapel of my jacket or on my hats or something like that so I have different message merch that's what I call it um, that I have online as well that's only on the store it's not on Amazon and then on social media I'm talking with Tanya so definitely check me out follow me would love for you to come along this ride so I can help you do life unapologetically on purpose Um, and then I have dabbled (laughs) into uh, a mixtape. And I was like, wait, you're a rapper? No, I'm not a rapper. Um, But it's kind of a project that I wanted to do because I've had Paco Teen for 15 years, which a lot of people are like, 15? I'm like, yeah. And a lot of the platforms that I started, they're not available anymore. And I always wanted to do something with the content. So I'll be releasing the mixtapes and then I'll be releasing devotionals from some of the early... um, talk with Tanya's that we're writing as well so I'll be doing both of them in tandem as well but yeah so the mixtape is um the audio for me and it's over like a nice beat symphonic type orchestrated orchestra um type beat um and that's on all digital platforms so if you search talk with Tanya um you'll be able to find the mixtape it's on all of them as well so
0: that's fantastic you are a busy lady (laughs) my goodness I
1: mean I I I I don't know if I'm busy I just I guess I feel like I want to help people and I know it's just something that's in me and it just comes naturally because a lot of people they think you're doing a lot I was like but if it's just who you are and it's just what you do and love it's not a it's not a challenge it's not difficult um, the difficult thing is me being able to take time away to write. Like yes. I, I, that's what I said. They're coming out because I need to finish a project right now. Like motivated effort is done. I just have not been able to get the cover or the book and the, the guide or the vision that's in my head. Yeah. i, I tried to work with a couple of people but um yeah so that's the delay but yeah the difficult thing is getting the time to do what you love and know is in you because I'm sure you have to book time to be able to do your podcast and make sure the kids are asleep where they're gone or something like the house is quiet it's like it's like no I love doing it it's just making the time to do the things you love that's a a challenge but you know Yeah, when it's in you it's in you you'll make it work yeah
0: I love that I love that I actually write as well I haven't published anything but I just love to write and it's true I mean a hundred percent like finding the time to do it I always think like I don't know if you um follow any authors on Instagram but there's one Julie uh, Murphy in particular that I really like and like she will go to a cabin with like a few of her friends and she just like writes and I'm like what life is this I mean don't get me wrong there's like years before I'm sure she was like sitting in her apartment you know but still (laughs) like that's amazing
1: no everybody says that like so I know a lot of um authors they do even especially those that help other authors they do like author retreats or you know weekend getaways or even they promote and say hey you know go to a hotel for the weekend or you know get away or whatever because I'm a person a lot of times people ask me you know after six projects six books you know three projects another one on the way like what is your advice to a writer and author and I say first of all This is not a PC response, so please let me preface that. I was like, but literally, I tell people, I need you to get diarrhea of the brain and rice. Like, you are vomiting, you get all out. It does not, it's not pretty. I said, that's why I use those words, because I need you to know it's not pretty. You just need to get it out, because a lot of times, I get it so much that, people that want to write and want to be authors they're nitpicking they're trying to structure the sentences and the outline and i'm like but you haven't even wrote the story yet (laughs) like that's cute (laughs) but i need you to just write the story that's in your head you can get a. that's what a copy editor is for right that is what (laughs) the the other editor that does the punctuation, grammar—that's what a person that does all the layout and design. That's their job. This is the graphic. I was like, everybody has a role yes. and a part. So let them do their your job. Yours is to write. Yeah, so get to writing. Right, and, and, and you'll get out of your own way. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. I love that. I love that. There's an author um that I follow, Jen Hatmaker, too, and she um. Oh, I follow it, her. You, Yeah. Oh she my gosh. The, uh,
1: you know. already know. No filter. <laughs> And
0: she's from Texas, so you already know. Yes, yes. I I love her so much. But I always love how she says, like, whenever she has a book that's finished, she's like, you should have read the first copy. Like, it's like a dumpster fire. Like, it was terrible, you know? She's like, you have to have something. And then other people kind of make it pretty, you know? So (laughs) I love when people are honest like that of, like, the first copy is not going to be the best thing that anyone's ever read for anybody, for any author. You know, there has to be some work that's done through it. So I love that. That's fantastic. Can, as we're wrapping up here, can I ask you one question that I ask everyone on the podcast? Sure. All right. Can you tell me, and it doesn't have to be one person because that, unless it is just one, but, um, it's kind of hard to narrow <laughs> down sometimes. So no pressure here, but, um, who would you say are some of your biggest encouragers throughout your life?
1: Um, my biggest encouragers for sure, uh, would be my mom and dad, um, still to this day, my mom, um, you know, this is probably a sad story for some, but it was encouraging. Um, we lost my grandmother a couple of weeks ago. Um, and the day we lost her, I had a speaking engagement. Aww. And my husband was like, are you still going? And I'm like, I can't let these people down. They're expecting me. Like, this would literally be last minute. And so we were, I literally had to leave from the funeral home to race back to my part of town because it was in another city and then race to another part of town, which is in another city to get to my speaking engagement. And so as I'm leaving, my mother is like, but do you want me to come and come set up and do your book and stuff to take for you? And I'm like, mama, like, are you serious? And she was like, she was like, but if you need me, I'm going to be there. And so Just that, you know, knowing, you know, she don't even know how to work her phone good because she can't see. But just to know she was going to go after losing her mom that morning, she was still trying to make sure I was good and whatever I needed so that we would present, you know, a solidified um, team and I would be able to do what I needed to do to help the people that I was going to help Um, was just encouraging and so even to know she was willing to so I guess it's just in me you know just in my DNA she was being selfless to try to come help me and I'm like no I gotta go help them but um so yeah you know they are definitely um you know my first from birth if you will um encourages my husband as well um he ended up coming because he realized he was like yeah you don't I can tell you're tired. Okay, and I need you to do whatever you need to do. So let me do whatever I can do. So he came in where I was weak. He was yes. strong. Um, so he came and helped as well. And he's always um, you know, he lets me be me. He may not always agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he realizes that, you know, there is an assignment, there's a there's a purpose, there's a promise, there's a call on my life and you know, that I'm supposed to be able to do what i was supposed to be able to do and have the freedom to do it so um he definitely encourages me in those areas and um yeah he's he's definitely a great part of that as well and then you know I would just say I always look to um the people that people probably least expect as the encouragers um and I get nuggets from each of them as well throughout my lifetime you know Um, And I'm a type of person to where um, I always was around the older people in my family. So I always um, listen for the wisdom and the nuggets. And so um, I see you, whether you're the um, janitor, whether you're the waitress, whether you're the bus boy, you know, whether you're the gas um, attendant, you know, whether you're the office um, worker, you know, the cashier, you know, um, I see you. And so I'm encouraged by even some of those, you know, small transactions of conversation and the wisdom that they share. So, you know, I'm I'm encouraged by those that I see that um, see something and try to help me along the way and they don't even know that they're doing it. Yeah,
0: I love that. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much Tanya for being on the show today and for sitting down. I just really enjoyed our conversation and I know that it's going I to change do lives too. too. Yes, thank <laughs> you so much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Kelly and the Encouragers podcast. For all things related to this episode, please go to wwwkellysissoncom podcast, where you can find transcript from today's show and links for today's guest. See you next week for another episode.